Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Oh my fucking God, guys. It's time for another episode of Don't Blame Me, but better yet, our guest is my best friend, Sydney. Hello. (laughs) Happy to be here. So excited. I'm so excited. This is also like for any of you who um, 
kind of like the telltale sign or when people it's like a secret word to get into a club that people like if they come up and ask like and say like hey like are you Megan and I'm like no, no I'm kidding I say yes um <laughs> but people will be like oh my god like how Sydney and then that's how I know that they're like, an OG yeah and like you really do like me because like you know my best friend who's like not on like you know the YouTube yeah um and it just makes me so happy. And I, you, you guys are all going to be happy. Someone actually, I told you that I was at the Grove and someone came up to me and they're like, you should have Sydney on your podcast. And I was like, yeah, we fucking should. Mm -hmm. And then here I am. So you're visiting for the weekend. And I'm here. And she was like, I hope you don't mind, but do you want to be on the podcast? I'm like, I love talking. Yes. Yes, I'll be there. And you guys I have heard me it. talk about her all the a time. Lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like I know you like really well. And I think I've met you like twice. Yeah. But I feel the same you... way about you too, okay. because I hear about you all the time. <laughs> I have a really small group. So I like to keep it small. Yeah. I like personal it friends. It's the best though. Cause then when I introduce my friends, everyone likes each other. Like mm -hmm. there's no one I have to keep away from anyone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's the best. Yeah. I, that's, that's all I, except sometimes Kyle, <laughs> but it depends <laughs> on the mood he's in, you know? Yeah. I, yes. Yeah. 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 Um, so, uh, well guys, this is an advice podcast. Uh, if you're new here, if you guys want to be on the podcast, leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976 and international callers, you can send us an audio file at meganpodcast at gmail.com. And shout out to one of our opinionated Olivia's, Rachel Lin High. If you guys don't know what that is, that is our Patreons, our Patreon, our patrons. And right now we're doing shout outs for people who are joining. So um, she gets a shout out, which basically means she gets a gold star and everybody else who's listening, you don't get a star. You just get this podcast episode. But check out our Patreon. Um, find us there. More content. It's a good time. Uh, and... Oh my god, I'm so fucking excited. Me too. This is going to be great. Have you been on a podcast before? I was just going to say, I'm a huge podcast listener. I've never been on a podcast. This is my... I'm a podcast virgin. We're taking <gasps> pop, my podcast pop, pop. virginity, my, my podcast deflowering. It's happening right here before your eyes. So should we get into it? Let's do it. Hey, um, Megan. So first of all, love the podcast. Um I'm 18 years old, and I'm going to be a freshman in college next year. And so I was just thinking about this, like, kind of story, and I'd never really gotten advice on it, but it's something I should get advice on. So basically, this past fall, I dated this guy um, who's my age, and um, we dated, and it was kind of like this weird relationship where we dated twice. The first time he ended it because he was like, I'm not ready for a relationship. And then the second time, it was basically the same story. So I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm good. Thanks. But afterwards, he texted me a couple days ago, um, or actually, sorry, a couple weeks ago. And he commented on one of my photos and, like, direct messaged and commented to me and was like, hey, we should catch up. And I was like, oh, well. Um, I don't know if I really want to. He asked why, and I told him. I said because it seems like you have a girlfriend on his on your Instagram, and you have told me you didn't want a relationship. But you know what? Like, we can be friendly. It's just I don't really want to mess with that. And keep in mind, this girl was like posting photos with him, saying like "my boy," commenting like hearts, and being like "you're so cute." Like, they were obviously Instagram official. And when I said that, he was like, what are you talking about? I don't have a girlfriend. And I was like, wait, what? According to your girlfriend's Instagram and even your own Instagram, you guys comment on each other's stuff. And it was like recent. It wasn't like it was a month ago. It was like a couple days previously. And I was like, okay. I ended up just kind of blowing it off. 
and I posted it um, in like a group chat and my friends were like, maybe you should tell the girl. But I ended up not because like, I didn't just didn't want to meddle in their relationship because like if they were to- together and like the ex-girlfriend was trying to talk to her, it just sounds like I'm just trying to like break them up when in reality, he's just kind of being shitty. So yeah, give me advice. Should I tell the girl that this has happened or should I just keep it to myself? I don't know. I thought you would. Take it away, Nush. So also Nush is my nickname. <laughs> You're going to hear a lot just of weird nicknames. Heads up. Nushy Tushy, Squid yeah. Me, Squid. Just all of them are me. Yeah. Just, a, just no. Um, so back to the question. So here's the deal. I feel like no matter like you have to think about what you want the end result to be. And I know you're trying, like, I think it's very noble that you want to tell this girl, but coming from his ex-girlfriend, it's just not going to be well-received. Like, I think she's just going to blow it off no matter what. She might be his girlfriend. She might think she's his girlfriend is kind of what it sounds like to me. Like, maybe they've never really had that conversation and she's super excited and here's my boy and X, Y, Z. But I just don't think reaching out to her saying, by the way, he's talking to me. I think she's just going to blow it off as like the ex-girlfriend trying to make it back in, which clearly you're not trying to mm-hmm. do. But I think the end result will be more more of a pain for you than, than for her mm-hmm. or him, actually. I see what you're saying. I'm going to say the exact opposite. <laughs> but I... I'm with you. <laughs> because the thing is, is like you don't want anything. And you're right. Because I think like I agree with like... Think about the end result. And like you don't want anything from this. Right. And you don't want anything from him. You don't want anything part of their relationship. Like you don't have... I don't know. You're not hoping for anything. The only thing is just like to kind of like get it out there just in case. And I... If it was me... If I was the girlfriend, I would want it to, I would want to hear that. And also if I were you, I would also probably do that. And how I would phrase it is I would DM her and I'd be like, Hey, um, uh, I, I have no idea if you know who I am or whatever, but like you're, uh, and say his name, like don't call him her boyfriend or whatever. It's like him and I used to hook up, um, or like we used to date, he recently like reached out to me and I like, we still follow each other on Instagram or like I saw on his Instagram that like he, it looked like he was clearly dating somebody. And I had said that to him and he said that he wasn't. And you can even say like, I don't know if you guys are like friends and the captions are like just funny jokey stuff. But like, I just feel like I'm obviously not acting on this and not saying anything, but at the off chance that you guys are dating, like I just wanted to like, just as an FYI, like, just as that, not like, hey, he's a really shitty guy. Like, this is what he did to me during our relationship. It's just kind of like just saying it to say it because I think more likely than not, she's going to blow it off. But if something were to happen later on, which it will, her mind's going to go back to oh, this for and sure. be like, oh, yeah. It's just planting that seed. Like, I had a friend who uh had a girl dm her that was her boy her ex-boyfriend but her current boyfriend at the time it was his ex-girlfriend and she was like fyi he didn't tell me you guys still dating like we've still been hooking up and she was like immediately was like no fuck this girl she's totally lying and then confronted her boyfriend he's like no she's like so totally crazy and lying months and months after all of this they start the relationship starts getting really shitty she starts to just be suspicious and starts to like that she can't get that out of her mind was that ends up catching him cheating and he had been cheating. And for her, she's like, as much as like, I was so mad at that girl. She's like, 
it, and like, I was pissed at the time and like, it didn't help me at the time. And like her goal was to like, have me avoid the situation. She was like, get the fuck out of here with this guy. And she's like, and my anger was super misdirected. She's like, I didn't stop thinking about it. Like in, not in a way that like, it didn't ruin their relationship. He ruined their relationship. Right. But it was there to like the seed that made her feel like she wasn't crazy when shit, she started to get suspicious of stuff. So I think like, I would just I would message and just say that. And even if you don't want to say that you used to date him, you don't even have to like say that if you don't want to, you can just say like, Hey, like he texted me and like started hitting me up. And I like checked his Instagram to like, see if he was single. And it really looks like he's not. So like, I just want to give you a heads up and you can, yeah. And like, again, I don't know if you guys are together. I don't know what your deal is, but if it was me in the situation, I would just, I would just want to know. And like, that's, would, that's all. I would send the screenshots. Oh, oh my God. 100% yeah. I was in the screenshot. It, it shows that he said, what are you talking about? Yeah. That's not my girlfriend. Yeah. So. I just think like the, my, I, I don't think that like you should meddle in other people's relationships if you have stake in any of it. And like you have, you want it or like he's such a dick guy and like, and he sounds like a dick and like, it'd be nice to prevent another woman from dealing with it. But again, like some terrible guys go through phases and they end up with other girls and they don't treat him terribly. Like I had an ex-boyfriend who like when he broke up with me, the next girlfriend, like, he's the greatest guy. Ever. I'm like, what the fuck? He was so mean to me. But give everyone the truth so that they can make their own judgment calls on it. I mean, the screenshots I actually think are a good call because then it's like she can't really blow it off because then it's there. I'm very much like a I hate conflict, like retreat, like yeah. get me out of this. Like I don't want to be anywhere near this dude. Like sounds like he wasn't great to you. I would just like distance myself and like take care of number one and be like, you know what? Mm -hmm. Have at it. Like you're going to do your damage. Like that's not my business, but that's just me. Like I would be like, Nope, yeah. I don't want it. Like, just put it over there. Let us know how it goes. Let us know what you choose to do. Yeah, I'm. I, I I'd love to know if you want to slide into our DMs at the podcast. Yeah. Don't blame meme pod with some screenshots. Let us know. Hi, Megan. Um, I have a really long story, but I'm going to try to make it short. I've been single for about two years now. In October, I started talking to a guy. Um, this went on for about five months. It really wasn't that great. Um, he kind of just wasn't giving me that much attention. I kind of felt like the side chick wasn't that great. Finally decided at the end of that five-month period, which was in March, um, to have sex with him. It was the worst sex of my life. Um, we now call him the five-minute man because um, we had very slow sex that lasted about five minutes. Anyway, he has just now reappeared. He's been texting me apologizing like crazy oh forgot to mention this he ghosted me after the five minute sex um and i was actually willing to keep continuing after that because i know that it's always not perfect the first time but he ghosted me he's now reappeared begging for my forgiveness i'm being such a bitch to him but there's this little part of me inside that wants to hang out i don't know why so my question um, the obvious answer is, you know, he probably won't change. But my question to you is, do you think there's any way he could change? Um, he's not in the area with me right now, so I know this isn't just like he wants to fuck. But I'm not sure what his intention here is, to waste my time more or something. I don't know. I'm being such a bitch to him, and he keeps trying to talk to me still. Um, I'm 21, by the way. I know that matters. This is Sydney. <laughs> I have been How there. many people have you given? Like, guys, have you so given many second chances to? Dumb chances. That literally never deserved it for the first one. 
<laughs> I have to count like so many. And also there's it's easily six or more. <laughs> and almost all of them had the same one. A, a huge group I had the same dated name. four Michaels <laughs> and they row. were all bad. They all were of them. all bad. It was. I thought you were going to say at the same time. No, no. not at the same okay. time. I don't know. She okay. You don't sidebar. Do don't know how people date some multiple people at the same time. I've never been able to. I don't to have the time. Six, I don't have the time. Mm-mm. Who has the time? Nobody. Like when people are like, I don't know if he's dating other people. I'm like, does he have time? Like, yeah. How? Okay. Does anyway. Does he have a job? Right yeah. Now. Like if you have a job, yeah. I don't know how you keep that up, but good for you if you can. So, also, can we loop back to the slow, slow that's five, five minutes? minutes. I just think that that is enough reason just like hold that on in your mind. Like what I wish I had done during this period of time when I was dating shitty people and giving them, giving them second, third, third chances, chances is that I wish I had wrote down bad things. And then like when I was in my moment of like weakness or clarity, when you're like starting, no, yeah. yeah, wrote them down in my moment of clarity yeah. for my moments of weakness. When I'd be like, well, mm-hmm. should I just like do it? Like go back. Cause like, I don't know. Such and, a cancer. It's so cozy. Yeah. Like, mm, I don't know. Maybe. What do I want? And like, if I had just been able to be like, remember that he finished while going down on you, I'd have been like, yep, I'm out. What? I remember. Yes. That happened to was me. Was he jerking himself off? I don't think so. Was he so. rubbing against I the mattress? He, I think rubbing against mattress, which is actually worse, in my opinion, because like, that's weird. It was bizarre. It was the most bizarre thing that's ever Also, because you didn't finish, did you? No. <laughs> and he did. And I was like, it's cool. It happens. And I'm like, that does not And then happen. your feet are just in cum. Like, not my feet, thankfully. Like, it could have been my feet yeah. if I didn't know. Like, I was like, oh, what? what? Uh-huh. I like had, I was like taking a double take. I'm like, is that what I think it is? Yeah, it's what or I think Or the guy who cried when you were making out with him or the one who had died, like shit himself on the date. Oh God! Yeah, him these too. are different people. All and they, named Michael. All named Michael. Yeah, these are different people. But all this is that. So we well. Okay, I will say the shitting himself on the date that could happen to me. That well, yeah. Like he was like, "Oh, I have food poisoning," and I was like, "We gotta get that check. We gotta wrap this up." <laughs> and so we left, and then I did give him a second shot after that because when I that's told people, not his fault. that's yeah. not his fault. No, and true. I told people the story, and I was like, "I went on the date from Along Came Paul," and they're like, "Oh, you shit yourself?" And I was like, "No, I was actually Jennifer Aniston. I know, oh. like, I know I'm not Jennifer Aniston in any other way, shape, or form. But in this scenario, I was Jennifer Aniston, and he was Ben Stiller. But I was gonna say the the the, the term that or like the phrase that we use on the podcast so much was actually coined for the first thing, one of the things I told you when you were dating them, which was." You have to figure out, did you have fun because they were there or because you were there? Yeah. So what you have. Yeah, there's that. Like if you are someone who's conversational and like who gets along with people, like maybe don't judge your dates by like, oh, but like the conversation was good. It's like, well, was the conversation good because you talked the whole time? Yeah. And they asked you zero question about yourself. But anyway, it sounds like, first of all, even before the five minute sex it sounded like long this five long minutes. five minute sex that this was super slow. Lacking. No, no, oh, sorry. Slow, which makes it long. Minutes. Yeah, that oh. sounds like the longest five does minutes. Have, like, That's like a, a really, microwave like, five is minutes. He, like, just like, does he have a really long? Yes, yeah. <laughs> like just so long. It <laughs> takes him like thirty seconds to like pull to make out contact. and then move back in. Like I he's just, like e- he makes a semi truck noise e- 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 and then backing out That's again. He's backing out. Yeah, like. This is just bad. Also, like, 
you can have better sex out there. Like even if he was nice to you, like and the sex was bad, like yeah. but it sounds like he wasn't a wasn't even great. Like it was already lackluster. And, you know, I just think, you know, you're don't date like it's a job that you're trying to keep. Like mm. date like date like you're being selective. Like you're the interviewee and they're on the job, oh, like so interviewing to be your. Boyfriend. I wish you could have given yourself this advice. Yeah, same. she's got to live. No, through but it. it's amazing. She's lived, she like, lived through it, so now she. I lived through it. it, so I could give this advice. Yeah. It's so now so she won't date five Michaels. She'll only date one. <laughs> Just date one, Michael. That's everyone's goal. Just date one. But also, it's it's like exactly like you're saying, like. There's there's no good part here. We get so many calls of like girls like, oh my god, he treats me like shit, but like that dick is so fire. And like, like I get how that's actually this hard dick to pull isn't away fire. From. Yeah, oh, the we've dick's both been there where it's like he treats me like shit, but like this, this, this is, is so good. good. And, and when you're convenient. like, uh, yeah, and it's convenient. And you're ugh. like, oh, but I'm busy right now. Exactly. Like yeah. this is a, this is like easy convenient. I don't have to go to dinner dick. first. Yeah. Like I'm not increasing my like number. I could genuinely make like a dick appointment and then uh-huh. go and be done. Exactly. Like, it's not no follow up. But it sounds like this isn't what she wants. This is like. He doesn't even live in the same place. I doesn't live in the same place. Isn't nice to you or gives you attention. Bad at sex. That's I my don't hear a trifecta of terrible things. You like, can't be all of those things. Pick no. One. Also, you have to give me attention. Like that's almost the worst. We know, Megan. That's like it is literally <laughs> like the worst. That's worse than five minutes slow sex. <laughs> well, I have one so- slow five minute sex. But, but like I could, like I could see like five minutes slow sex being good. But if you're not good at it, then it's a problem. Right. Yeah. But also yeah. five minutes. Like, but if it's slow no. in five minutes. No, have it be fast in five minutes because yeah. it's a quickie. I don't know. The five, well, five minutes, if, if it's purposeful. If we have five minutes. If I only have five minutes. But if I have, if this is like the first time we've done it and we've been dating for five months, like, and there was no like sexual tension buildup for five months. Yeah. Like, you're and out. He should have gone down. Oh, yeah. Worse. He's 100%. He's canceled. And he's I fine. also want to say, just for the record, like, the fact that he goes to do after like he might have been embarrassed but like i wouldn't this wouldn't be necessarily my advice if he didn't treat you like shit too if right. this is a guy who's embarrassed and came really fast like that's not what this is about he treated you like yeah. shit and then also you aren't sexually compatible like even if the sex was amazing i would tell you do not go back to this guy he it's goes to nice. do yeah. it's not about it's not about the fact that he goes to do to like save his pride because he was embarrassed that he came so fast it like it's not like about he has that. a lot of growing up yeah he treated you like shit it's not fucking worth it honestly it sounds like you're bored and you like having someone to talk to. He's not even nearby. So like someone to text who's like flirting with you and all of that stuff. Sign up for dating apps. Start talking to a bunch of different people. Yeah. Even if you have no intention of meeting them, just fill your texts and your time just talking to other people who are giving you that attention. That's not him because you already know that he can't give you the attention you actually want. But like you're able to like rationalize it when it's like, oh, well, we're just texting. Like, you know, it's just it's like, oh, ping, my phone went off. Like, oh, OK, like we're still kind of talking now. You already know that this yeah. isn't going to work. So don't invest your time. The best this. solve is a new dick. Yeah. Just go a couple of new, a new guys, one. a couple of new guys to talk to. On to the next. I'm 21 and I'm calling because I have kind of a unique situation, I guess. So I just moved to a completely different state. Um literally 17 days ago and seven days ago monday as in eight or nine days after i have moved um i had something really scary happen to me a guy followed me from my car up to my apartment building and tried to get it break into my apartment so that was not not a great time i had to call 911 and everything all that jazz make a police report cool 
Um, I guess kind of half of this question is how do you get over something like that? I feel really jumpy. I live alone. Every time I hear noises, I freak out. I can't go outside when it's dark anymore. Um, it's only been a week and a half, but it's really altered like my way of life. Like I can't go grocery shopping if I know I'll come back like at night. I don't leave my apartment after I come home from work. Um, but on top of that, my boyfriend has truly been the best human I could have ever asked for. He, you know, installed like a new security system, paid for like a, a few cameras that's on my apartment now. Like I feel super safe, you know. Um, we're in North Carolina, so we went shooting, did the whole like um, carrying class and stuff like that, whatever. But I just, I feel bad because I feel like I'm taking up so much of his life. I guess and he's giving up he got really behind at on school like he's been really stressed out and stuff all because like that first week I couldn't be alone I stayed at his place basically the entire week and I just I don't know up to what point is relying on him too much not enough I don't know he keeps trying to put it back himself he's like I wish that I could help you more like I'm not doing enough because I'm not helping you enough get over this I'm not doing enough for you but I tried to explain to him like he's doing way more than anyone could have ever asked of him so I guess I'm just trying to figure that out too and I just I'm afraid that this big stupid unfair situation is going to cause a real bad effect on our relationship and I don't know how to stop that from happening that's so fun. First of all, I'm so sorry. That I'm is so sorry that happened so to scary. you. Mm. That's awful. I, I would also be so jumpy and sketched out and scared. Like the th- way you, the things that you describe, like I don't do that already. Like I don't leave my house once it gets dark. Like I don't go grocery shopping, like any of that stuff. And like, that's just from me being like paranoid. So I can't even like imagine how you feel from like, you, like an actual like I feel like effect this is from that. Like a two-parter. Cause one, is, how yeah. do you... How do you now heal after this horrible trauma has happened to you? And then to the part affecting your relationship. I think the safety one, I said it in the last episode, but there's this app called Noonlight, which I've never, knock on wood, had to use, but I found it through, that's not wood, that's wood. Is that wood? No, that's metal. That's the same thing that this is. Okay, (laughs) I knocked on it. Um, But I saw, like, you you see, I follow a lot of, like, uh, like feminist Twitter accounts and stuff. And it's a lot about like women helping other women stay safe. It's basically just an app um, where if you are being followed or you feel like you're in danger, you're in an Uber that won't let you out. You open the app and you just hold your phone, your finger on this like little button. Um, and then it, once, as soon as you let go, you've got five seconds to enter your passcode if you're fine. Um, and then if you're not fine, they'll they are already tracking your location as soon as you are opening the app. Um, and then they will send police there and they will have someone to like, will talk to tip. you and message you. And even if it's like oh nothing happened but like I felt really uncomfortable they'll have someone they can like someone will message you like someone will still come by and check even if you say like oh it's fine they're still gonna send somebody to check on you that's kind of like better it's yeah like an app for calling 911 because 911 they still follow up yeah and I think it's and it's also like if anything were to happen like just by opening the app and pressing the button you're already doing it you don't have to talk like if someone like knocked your phone out of your hand you have like five seconds to enter your passcode they can't even hand you your phone in that time they're already gonna show up like it's I, I, I tell everyone to download it. So I would say that I would say if you uh, if you're interested in true crime and everything, I would take a step back for now. I would take a step back from yeah, anything that that's triggering. triggering. Um, I 
definitely like what I'm in like a higher paranoia or just like higher anxiety. Like I don't listen to true crime stuff. I don't. My friend had like told me she's like, oh, my God, I downloaded like this like police blotter thing about like all crimes in your areas. And I downloaded it. And I was like, I had a panic attack that night. And mm-hmm. I was like, we're going to delete this from your phone. So I would say surround yourself with like it's being smart and safe and cautious is great. And I think no matter what, you're always going to do that. And I think what you need to do now is surround yourself with stuff that makes you feel like warm and fuzzy, whether that's like like only watch comedies, like watch funny TV shows, The Good Place, Friends, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, nothing that's anything scary or like stressful in it. And, you know, get like a nice new like fuzzy blanket and like drink tea. Uh, I don't know. And no, you have guns. So I doubt you also have weed. Um, uh, But like things that are going to calm you and like make your house feel Try and make your house feel really safe that you're not trapped in there and it's the only safe place that there is, but try and make it feel like, oh, I'm here because it's cozy and I enjoy it. Like it's a choice, like, like you want to spend time there, not that you feel trapped because like the outside world is like scary and stressful, you know? Yeah. And I think also, you know, give, don't have expectations of yourself right now. Like give yourself the time and space to heal and say no to things that you have to say no to and just kind of treat yourself like a toddler. Like I'm hungry, need to eat. Like I'm tired, go to sleep. Like just take care of like all the little things. And I think the healing will come with time, but it's also been a week. It sounds like, and that is really recent. So just give yourself time to heal and also have low expectations of yourself. Like don't beat yourself up for not being able to do certain things or whatnot, like just do what feels good for the moment and you'll slowly get there. Mm-hmm. I think I don't have luckily personal experience with this kind of trauma. So not necessarily speaking from experience, but I think if you're trying to get over something difficult or you're going through a rough time, just treat yourself like a toddler. Like yeah. also like let other things go. Like just think about like things that are mission critical, yeah, like the feeding myself, sleeping, um, you know, School, maybe like let your teachers know if you, you know, need some space or whatnot. Yeah. Um, for your relationship. One, one thing I want to add oh, though, yeah. too, you said that you'd done a shooting class. I would also say a self-defense class mm-hmm. would yeah. be really great. That, would, that sounds um, good. I feel like that'd be a good confidence builder. I think it would too. And I think also from there, you could probably ask your instructor like, hey, do you know of any like women's groups or support, like any like where we can like just talk like about that kind of stuff, whether it's like any like uh, like victims of violence or anything like that, where it's like you're just surrounded by other people. Because I think your big issue, and this is what lead into the relationship part, is that you feel like a burden right now. And I think the more that you can like, I obviously don't surround yourself with like triggering things, but like put yourself in a place that it's like, Oh, this, I'm not a burden. Like this has happened to a lot of other people and like, I'm strong and like, I'm, I'm going to be okay. And all these other women are okay. And I have like a support system. I think that is, um, would be really great too. And I always, always, we always say therapy, but I also know that's not necessarily, um, that's not available for everyone. Yeah. Available for everyone, but there's also apps Mm -hmm. better help. Always a sponsor. It's a good one. Okay. So about your boyfriend, um, I understand why you feel like a burden, but I think you should listen to him when he's telling you that you're not Mm -hmm. like, just believe him because Mm -hmm. you're not. And also, yes, this is like a really big trauma and most relationships don't experience something like, or maybe not most, but like, this is kind of more of a different case for for you, like a a new, a new thing that you two are experiencing together. And I think it's great that he's helping you and being there for you. Um, And if it weren't this, like there's always going to be life stuff 
that puts stress on your relationship. And so I actually think it's great knowing that like when you're going through a hard time, he's very present and very there and like doing the most because now, you know, one that like, he's great in a crisis and Mm -hmm. you can rely on him and have him be there for you and have him be a good support. And also you will, you know, you'll pay it forward eventually. Like he'll be going through a hard time. If you're in a relationship for a long time, like you'll eventually be there for him too and be able to help him through something difficult. Um, I don't think he should feel like he's not, you know, doing enough because ultimately like no matter how much he puts security cameras up or um, takes you to do things that make you happy and whatnot, like it's you that has to do the healing, unfortunately. And he, you know, is doing a great job in aiding that, I think, but I don't, you know, this is also a lot of like personal stuff too that, you know, I don't think he should be feeling like he's not doing enough. Yeah. I I think you're exactly right. I think you're projecting the worry of this, uh, your relationship, like there, you, you know, that none of this is your fault at all, but there is something that happens when you experience trauma that like you feel like a burden and especially women love to assume and take responsibility for things that aren't our fault. And you know, this isn't your fault, but like there is a part of you that right now is feeling like a burden with something that like, a man would never feel like a burden to a woman who, if he had been through some crazy trauma like this, is like, oh no, I feel bad. Like this is something like he's doing what he should do. Praise him. Thank him. That's being amazing. And let him know, like, there's nothing more you can do. You're already, you're doing amazing, but don't, I don't want you to be afraid that this is going to ruin your relationship because he's, he's like stepping up to the plate. And if you feel at any point, like, I don't know if you guys want to like go to like, a like, even if it's like you find like a, uh, like a group together to talk yeah. about that. And he's and, in school, so there might be yeah, you guys things that he can go to at his counselors at school. Can go talk to someone yeah. together. I would say I think it's so great to have him and be able to trust him and like let him in. I'd also say that because you've had a great experience trusting him and letting him in, you can let someone else in too. Like you can let other friends in and they can also make you feel like you're not putting it all on him because I, I don't think that like it's a bad thing at all that like he's being a great support system. But I think it would like it'd be great for you if like you know that your support system is more than just one person. You can have these other people like you can have like he's got a test or whatever and he you know that he's going to drop everything for you and be like, you know, I'm going to go hang like sleep at like one of my friend's houses. Like I think th- you're going to feel really supported and great the more, the bigger that you make that circle of people and of the people that you already know. Um, And I think, I think like friends in general, like when you're like, if someone's in an unsafe situation, like they're going to want, want you to crash on the couch. And I think it's just going to alleviate you feeling like a burden on you. I mean, like you're putting it all on him because I don't think that you are. And I don't think that like you should feel guilty about that, but like for your own psyche, if it feels, if it feels better to know that you have like three people to turn to or like anything like that, or even like take a group of girlfriends and be like, Hey, I'm going to go do a self-defense class. Like, do you guys want to come? Like a lot of, I'm sure like all, like a lot of your female friends would like love to go do that with you. She might not have any though. Cause it seems like she just, Oh, moved. she just moved. Oh, true. Well, great place well, to e- meet friends. I was just yeah, going to say, say something, a better us. reason to go to a, a, cool thing like a self-defense class yeah mm-hmm. or a workout class I was or just, something yeah. working out is great like just you know brings your stress level down mm-hmm. makes you feel good and strong and like I always yeah. say like I work out to feel capable but yeah he sounds like a great guy and I'm like so sorry this this happened and also maybe um think about getting a dog 
Oh yeah, a dog would be great. Yeah, if you're allowed to have a dog. Well, it could be an emotional support animal. Then they have yeah. to let you have a dog. Mm-hmm. Have a dog. It's someone like just like you know. I think that'd be really great. I get messages daily. People saying you should get a dog. And I'm like, I know I should. I kind of want you to get the dog. I want a dog so bad. We're going to do it once we get back from Europe in October. We're going to get a dog. It's happening. Well, now you said on the podcast, now you got to get a dog. I've said now it probably you've... 50 times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but we're going to. But I think that'd be great for you. You know, maybe even a, like a roommate eventually. Or you could foster dogs if you oh, can't yeah. fully commit. Um, maybe volunteer with dogs too. I know someone who did that with uh, Muttville and she would just bring dogs home and she would like bring them to the office. It was great. Oh, really oh great. I love that. Okay. Well, I'm let sorry us this know. happened to you and I hope yeah. that you're on a path of healing. Yeah. Check back in Heal with us. You. Let us know if you get a dog. Yeah. Send pics. Yeah. Or just find other people's dogs and just hang out with them. Become a dog walker and just hang out with dogs. Wag. Yeah. Wag. Do it. Okay. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, 
in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time. And I just got my, I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, a, a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function there, it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious. Like it's, it's so good. I've even like had it on like ice and been like, I'm drinking like a drink drink. Like you can throw a little straw in there and it's, it's delicious. It's so good. And I just, I love, they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like, you know, medically need some electrolytes, but also if you're working out, if you're sweating hot summer day, you're going to an amusement park, you're on your feet for a long period of time, all of that. Um, most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need. Yeah. I drink mine specifically when I am working out. It's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have three tins, four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code Blame Me right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code Blame Me. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited for someone who like... <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards 
And Book of the Month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next, which for me is like the biggest hurdle. I love when other people make choices for me, especially when they're good choices. And I'm like, cool, I can trust you. So each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from. All of the books are so good. You can't go wrong. And I mean that wholeheartedly. When we were picking like our selects for this, I was like, wait, this, I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got The Ministry of Time by Killian Bradley. And we also received The Return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The Ministry of Time is like, people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. So we're back from our break and we're going to hop into the rest of the cows. I am 23 and I've been with my current boyfriend for about a year and a half. Um, we do live together um, and we have a bit of a situation. So um, we've both been with multiple partners. Um, we both had active sex life previously um and that's no issue for either one of us we're both happy with that situation and that we kind of you know got our jollies out and now are happy being in a committed relationship um and in the past i've this is i'm just gonna come out i've always gotten positive reviews if that makes sense i've always gotten guys saying oh my god that was amazing Um, you know, I've, I've had guys that are like, you're the first person to get me to come like that. You're the first person to, to get me to come through doing this thing. And that's always been a really a confidence booster for me, knowing that or believing that I was good at sex because I had never gotten any complaints. I had only gotten positive reviews from the guys I was sleeping with. And now a year and a half in, he hasn't complained previously but now he's saying that I am not actually good in bed that that was just in my head I guess and he asked me he uh, he was trying to be sweet about it but he pretty much was saying that like I need to start doing kegels because I've you know gotten loose which I've been doing because like okay that's fair but then also that like I bent his dick when I come and that hurts so like I need to not do that which I obviously I didn't know that, that was happening but now I'm so insecure about it and I don't even want to have sex anymore because I'm scared I'm horrible at it and I'm also freaked out that now he's gonna cheat on me because 
why would he stay if it's so bad? Oh my god. He's just got a weak dick. Yeah, and also yeah. like <laughs> straight True. up though, like and I say this out of like love because I would want someone to tell me this. He is trying to get you to break up with him. Mm-hmm. Like that's why he's saying this. This isn't yeah. like also all of a sudden you've already moved in together and you've been together for a year and a half and it's like, "Hey, I know it's been <laughs> countless times of fucking, but You've lost it. Like, like that's yeah. not a thing. No, like, and you're worried that he's going to cheat on you. Like, this is him. Try- this is him. Like, this is a weak ass dick move of him trying to get you to break up with him. So he doesn't have to do it. Like, that's also FYI, just so you know, and anyone listening, that's not like you don't loosen a vagina with a dick. Mm-mm. Like, that doesn't happen at all. Like, yeah. At That's all. not how also vaginas think, work. And also, I want to talk about, let's talk about tampons for a second. I know that we talked about there's a wide set, mean girls, like I have a heavy flow and a wide set vagina. Cut the second part out. If you have a heavy flow, you need a super tampon. That does not mean that your vagina is large. Yeah. That doesn't mean anything. That just means that like you're bleeding a lot and you need more than like a very small, like I, tomorrow's my day too, but you, bet your fucking bottom dollar I'm going to be wearing a super jumbo tampon at Disneyland. Like but he's contradicting himself. He's saying totally. that she has a loose vagina but, but when she comes then it bends his dick yeah like yeah. that doesn't make sense no nothing he about needs that to try sense. and lie better but guys are also i'm just gonna throw out there with your previous reviews like you have hundreds of great reviews and one like one inconsistent, liar. yeah, and one it's, liar. It's a Yelp reviewer who never actually got a service done there. That's, yeah, and that's, that's when what we call. And we get it removed. Yeah, you call and you get it removed because it's not a legitimate review. Like he's yeah. just kind of like trolling your Yelp page, essentially. Just, yeah, which, it, but not to be insensitive to the fact that you do live together. It sounds like that. You know, when you break up and you live together, obviously that takes a bigger toll because it's not just over. You also have to like find a new place to live. And yeah. Split the cost of the couch, whatever, like all the bad logistical stuff that comes with living together. Um, but I just think there's no way he was sweet about that. Like, that's so mean. There's mm. no nice way to say that. And it's also just bullshit because also like there's a difference between girls finally admitting like, by the way, you've never made me come. I've been lying. Then a guy's like, you're not good anymore. It's like, well, bitch, you've been coming for the last year and a fucking half. Like, you mean this is bad? Like you're, you're coming, you're finishing. Like, it's like, the no. proof is in the literal pudding. And also, like, <laughs> oh my God, literally. Like, unfortunately they can't fake it. No. Like, like at all and also like just there's physical evidence or there's not or there and (laughs) and on top of that like if he if this was truly like he felt like you're like he wanted to spice up the sex life he felt like it was getting a little stale or even if you were like trying at a new technique or maybe even it took him a year and a half to admit that like he doesn't totally love the way you give him blowjobs like he still gets off but like it's not his favorite he would like give you gentle instructions and directions while it's happening and just be like or like I want to trust thing out he would never say like you're bad at this and like you need to start doing kegels because that's not constructive the kegel thing is just an insult that's not constructive and also like boys don't understand vaginas so like don't like he doesn't know what the fuck that means. Like, he doesn't know what that means at all. You want to tighten your pelvic floor? That has nothing to do with the tightness of your fucking vagina. Literally, people tell women to do Kegels when they're about to give birth because it helps them push a baby. And also, it helps you if you have a weak pelvic floor. Like, so you don't pee yourself when you do jumping jacks. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's not... It's not gonna... Yeah, like, that's also not gonna make you better in bed. No. Or whatever. But also, like, there... 
like outside of this, there's also like a good constructive way to like have open conversations about sex and what you want. And like, I don't think we're not saying, you know, don't speak up if there's something you want to try or like something that you've had with a previous partner that you want to like bring into. I mean, obviously you don't Don't, say this one guy did this, but there's like a gentle way or you know, a real way to like have construction conversations about sex and also give direction in the moment too. But this is actually just kind of like mean, like this sounds mean spirited to me. I don't think it's about that. I don't think it's about trying to change anything. I don't think he's trying to like help, like help your sex life or like help you help him get off the way he wants to. This is him being mean to you and making you feel like shit. So you break up with him because he's having cold, like he doesn't want to be with you anymore. And it sucks, but like you have to, because like no matter how terrible, like any, like, like no matter like any like issues in a relationship or whatever, like this is something that's off limits. I, I personally think like if there are certain things, if you say to me, you say something that is so incredibly mean, like, and has no, we're, we're not progressing our relationship. It's not helping us. Like then it's done. Like you can fuck up and make mistakes and do stupid shit. But if you're mean, like mean spirited and all your, and your goal is to hurt my feelings like that, you don't move. Like that's insane. That's a child acting out. Like, what are you, what the fuck did you do to him at all? And yeah. like, it's just such a fucking low blow, but you need to break up with him. You also need to tell him that he's a fucking tiny penis. <laughs> or weak penis yeah. you bent it yeah it's like oh I'm so like, sorry it's like a little pipe cleaner I try so hard but like it's just so fragile and tiny I and not hard it. enough yeah yeah like it's just like so it's soft like my, and small. my vagina that's not tight enough is still like breaking oh, my, your penis my, that means that you have giant like a really vagina it's, bre- break- it's, it's breaking it oh cause it's like what it's just like it's like a wet noodle I can't fold it up be like origami that dick like <laughs> i'm just like imagining this like squishy like flaccidy man being like yeah you're not tight enough it's like you're not big enough yeah like, you're falling out Fill, like Fill yeah i just think like this so sucks and i also think like women have such like everyone always says like oh vagina tightening tightening like and that's such a huge thing like girls literally always like anytime a guy's like uh tell me my dick is huge like eh, it's huge you like choke on my cock you're like i'll never choke on this like we're doing exactly like every woman in the world deserves an academy award i'm just gonna throw that out there like we all have it in us to and, put on a performance. And, but that's also something that like, no matter how upset you are with your partner, like you don't go there. You don't go there. With it. Like, and anyone who goes there and is going to like, like, like be an asshole about like your body. And especially when in regards to sex, when it's something that like women already get shit on for sex all the time. And then he's going to turn around and be like, you know what? You're not even good at this, but like, I want you to continue to fucking blow me. Maybe he's just an asshole. And he just wants blowjobs all the time. He's just selfish dick that he wants you to be like, no, let's like go like, let's have like sex one Oh one. So like now we have to have sex like 50 fucking times a day. Like he's just being a fucking asshole. And yeah. I think you need to break up with him because I don't think your fear should be, Oh, what if he cheats on me? Like, your fear, your fear should be, oh, not even fear. It just should be a realization. Like my boyfriend is a complete asshole. I need to break up with him. Like it's not going to get the thing, the idea that like, oh, well, what if, what if something else happens? This is already bad. (laughs) Like get out before anything else happens. That's going to make you feel even worse. But this is like this, this, the line is done. Also, let's get back to the fear of cheating on me. Like that's not a good feeling to have in a relationship. Like you there's also like sounds like maybe some trust that has now been like broken down by like his really mean low blow comments yeah. and like 
you know, this is like, it's and, not good. That's not good either. Like and, you shouldn't be afraid that, you know, now that, you know, there's maybe this like one piece, like this little bit of friction, like, oh, now he's going to go elsewhere for it. Like, and that's what, yeah, the, and the idea that like supposed to be like in it together. Hi, Megan and Melissa. Um, so I just have a kind of, oh, it's not a problem with my relationship. It's a problem with me. Um, my boyfriend, we've been together for two and a half or three years, and he's, um, I'm 20 and he's 22. And he's very manly and, you know, like knows how to work on cars and all that. And just like very, you know, very much a gentleman, just like, you know, I'm a man. <laughs> and um, he has expressed interest in pegging, which I don't have a problem with doing that for him if that's what he wants. But I, I think I want advice on how we haven't done it yet. And I'm worried that it might make me feel or like, it might make him seem less masculine to me. And I don't think, I'm not sure if that will happen, but it just makes me feel a little hesitant. Um, he's not pressuring you to do it at all. He's very like on my own time, but I don't know. I think that's one of the biggest things I'm worried about, even though I know I shouldn't be worried about it. So I guess if you have any advice, of how I can like get over it or just yeah I don't know I'm gonna be honest with you I think you've got a toxic masculinity issue mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. and I think like I think it's a lot more common than um women like to admit that they also have that and media ha it's the same reason why guys are looking at girls with um like porn stars of all of that and like we're comparing our like women that are comparing ourselves to these types of women and then men are comparing ourselves to those types of women the media is not it, it doesn't it goes both ways men men have an issue with toxic masculinity within groups of men and feeling manly and strong and all of that and then the media has also made us as or heterosexual women feel the same way when it comes to like men like manly men um and i don't want to be an asshole it's a you problem it's not like it's not like oh if if, if you're if you're not into pegging if you're not into anything that's like that's totally that's fine. fine yeah it's it the issue like is the masculinity it. and that that's what you're worried about it's not like oh you know what like things i'm not into a threesome i'm not into a threesome two dudes would totally do it but like another girl like too jealous wouldn't do that but like that and that's okay like any any whether it's like a fetishized thing or like anything you don't have to be into what your partner's into but the issue is it's it's not the sexual act that you're worried about it's the fact that you're worried about him appearing more less masculine and the fact that like he's had to get over his own toxic masculinity to tell you this is something that he would want to do that is perceived like this you're kind of perceiving it in his worst fear way. And he felt comfortable enough that you wouldn't do this. And I'm glad that you didn't say it to him and that you're calling to say it to us. But for some relationships, I say like when it's a sexual thing, I'm like, you know what? You're not, you're not matched up. This isn't the right guy for you, but this is uh, an issue of yours. This is an issue that of how you, how you think that men are supposed to be. And it's, 
not, it's dated and it's something that you need to get over. And it's not like you don't need to find a really manly man because like you're perpetuating a toxic masculinity. That's saying like, okay, well, no, like you're, then you need to make sure you need to go out and you have to get big ass tits. Like you have to like be like quiet and speak when spoken to and all of these stereotypes of a woman, like that's not fair. Like, and you also can't hold that to men in the same way that like, we don't want that, those stereotypes held for women and it's not fair. Um, and I think, I think you just need to like, I think that's your own issue that you need to figure out that like, why the, like what the, also what the fuck is masculinity? Someone defined that for like people have just like it, the media controlled what that meant. Like yeah. in, in an alternate universe, masculinity could mean, Oh, I'm really into wearing tights and eyeliner. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't, there is no actual meaning behind the, the word that we haven't created. And it's like just this fake idea. And like, what does that mean to you? Like, if it means that you want someone who's going to like protect you, that has nothing to do with his masculinity. You want someone who you feel safe around, nothing to do with his masculinity. Any like emotional supportive traits that aren't having to do with like the physical or just like the concept and idea, like that's not masculinity at all. Like that it, you, like it's just a, fucking obsolete stupid term that should be like abolished and like it just and I say this because like I don't know you might hate me after this but like I just think like you care about him and you're saying your issue isn't with the act it's of like what you're gonna think of him afterwards and like imagine if he said that about you like what if like he like I don't know like you like had said that Maybe he wasn't into sex before marriage or whatever. And then he's like, well, I'm really afraid if I have sex with her, I'm going to think she's like a dirty slut and like, I can't marry her. Like, what the fuck? Like, do you know? Like, it's just not fair because like you're, it's this person that you really, really like and you really care about. And this one thing is going to be like, I don't know if I can look at you the same. Like, also, also, are you going to have kids together? Is he going to fucking watch a baby come out of you? And he's like, I was just going to say like, also (laughs) sex is messy. Like, it just sex is just messy and I don't think we need to put different acts in boxes and tie that to like who the person is on the inside. Like sex is, you know, like a, you know, a thing that like brings you both together and it's Mm -hmm. intimate and like, it's a really important part of relationships. And I think the fact that he expressed like his wants and needs means that, you know, he's really comfortable with you. It sounds like he has like a high level of maturity because he also knows what he wants and is able to like express that to you. And I think to think of him differently because he like expressed what he wants, that's not really fair. Also, like who's to say what he wants is like masculine, not like anyone can be into anything Mm -hmm. and So, you know, if you don't if you don't have an issue with experimenting with it or trying something new, then, you know, you can go into it with caution and if, you know, and try it out or not try it out like that's your that's your, you know, on you. But I think to also, you know, if he did feel less masculine to you, like, would you be less attracted to him? Like, would you not want to be with him? Like, it sounds like he, you know, is a good dude like you've been dating him for a while like it sounds like you two have like you know built a foundation over two and a half to three years <laughs> also I just I think what's funny about like the two and a half to three years I think we're gonna hear that like more and more now because people are doing that like exclusive oh, uh-huh. but not in a relationship yeah. like what does that mean we no. haven't defined it it's like the bachelor it's like we like I think I'm starting to maybe potentially fall in love with you 
Maybe. Like, oh my God, they said, and like all the other person hears is like, love, love, like, <laughs> love me. Like there were so many qualifiers in front of that word. But also I just think that part is funny. Like yeah. two and a half to three, because I think people are going to start yeah. to do that. Like, oh, the anniversary of our first date. It's like, well, I also was like dating three <laughs> other people then and like yep. texting five other people. And That's then we also didn't like lock it down to like six months later. Yeah. Very true. But anyway, I just don't think, you know, him feeling less masculine to you. That just seems arbitrary yeah, to me. Pleasure doesn't define your sexuality. I'm glad you didn't say this to him or hope you didn't say this to yeah. him. Um, and sought out more information. And I think, you know, keep learning. Yeah. Keep, keep educating yourself. And, you know, mm-hmm. be open to talking about it with him too. But don't tell him you'll, you know, yeah. see him differently. And have a conversation, like a conversation with yourself and be like, what am I afraid of? Like, what right. am I actually afraid of? And like, what am I attracted to him about him? And yeah. what's going to change? I think it's great that you two have like built a foundation of trust and that he feels comfortable enough to like mm-hmm. ask you for that. So kudos for that. Yeah. Keep, keep asking for, you know, more what information. Yeah. yeah. There's a website called pegging101.com and I recommend you check it out. Check it Check out. it out. Check it out. Also, we had another call about pegging, and I think we've got yeah. a lot of people who, with positive reviews, being like, "Don't knock until you try it." Yeah. Also, and it's like power empowering. Move. Yeah. Yeah. I also, forgot. Don't knock anything until you yeah. try it. Yeah. Yeah. There was some TV show, but I can't remember what it was. But it was like this group of guys, and like the manliest, quote unquote, manliest guy that was in the group was like, "There's nothing more manly than getting pegged." Ah. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. That makes sense. I don't know. Everyone should remember everything. what it was. Oh yeah, now I want to. Sounds like yeah. a good one. Um, well, I hope you continue to listen to the podcast. I'm only saying this tough love because I also don't think you're a total ignorant like asshole. I think this is just like you I know. think you're learning, and I think you're learning, and I think that there's like room to learn and grow, and I think that like you want to. So it, I don't hope you're not mad at me, but if you are, just know that I say this from like a place of like tough love because I think that we can all improve and do better in this. And even me, like I think yeah. I, I always, I, for the longest time I was like, I'm going to date a guy who's like six, four. And then finally I was like, why the fuck do I fucking care? Also, you can't 69 if you're six, four. Oh, okay. Is it time for don't blame them? Okay. So don't blame them is a segment where listeners call in with their own personal advice on previous episodes. So Ooh. someone tried pegging, maybe they have some input, any of that kind of stuff. What do we got today? So this is from episode season three, episode 26 with Aislinn. And um, the original caller had called in because she thought that her younger sister needed counseling, but her mom was against it. Oh, yeah. And so this is someone calling um, to share advice. Hi, Megan. Um, I am calling in regards to your most recent um, podcast with Aislinn um, to give some advice of my own. I wanted to call and get some advice on the caller whose um, younger sister was very depressed, but um, their very like old school Catholic mom is basically refusing um, any sort of therapy for her. So I'm a pediatric ER nurse um, for my job. And so I actually deal with teens who have mental health issues very frequently, actually. And I see all sorts of ranges um, with the parents too, in regards to their support with their mental health. Um, and it's really sad that there are just shitty parents who just are in straight denial that their kid isn't perfect, like Aislinn said, um, which makes me really sad. But I wanted to give a medical and kind of legal standpoint from for this call. Um, 
So I think that the advice of going to a school counselor is great. Um, every school should have some sort of school counselor that she can go to and that she can talk to. And if at any point her sister feels any sort of suicidality, she needs to be telling that school camp counselor because um, school counselors, medical professionals, um, everyone in those sort of areas of public service are mandated reporters. Um, she can't tell that school counselor that she's feeling suicidal and the counselor not be able to call 911 and say, you need to go to an emergency room for an emergency evaluation because she's at imminent risk to herself. Um, and so if she ever feels like that, she should do that. And once a child is in the ER, it makes the parents, it makes it a lot harder for the parents to be able to deny necessary medical care. Um, because now you're surrounded by doctors and nurses um, and social workers. And it, it just makes it a lot harder for her to be an ignorant asshole, to put it frankly. Um, and from that point, if they're still denying her medical care, then it possibly becomes a DCFS or CPS, whatever you guys call it in your state evaluation, um, where we could get them involved if they are still flat out refusing necessary medical care because that falls under the realm of neglect. I think that's what a lot of people forget is um, that DCFS is not just for abuse, but also for neglect. Um, and denying your child of necessary medical care is neglect, which is sad but very often seen, um, and I've called DCFS for this many times before too. So I hope this helps. First of all, like you're amazing. Like mm -hmm. I love, I can't believe that you listen. Melissa and I always have this when someone calls in and it's like, Oh, I'm a therapist. Oh, I like, I do this thing. I'm like, can't believe you listen to our podcast. Like I feel <laughs> yeah. so not to make this about me and like me feeling so honored, but like this, I don't know. That's like, it's I'm, like a high form of validation. Yeah. It yeah. feels like the biggest kind of like, no, no offense to anyone who's just like a college kid who like listens to the podcast, but like when someone who's like in a position, a professional, yeah, that's yeah. like of stuff that we kind of like touch on. I think it's great. Um, and that is great advice. I never, I, I mean, I never even thought, which is makes sense though. But I never mm -hmm. even thought that you could call child protective services for neglect and not taking your kid to therapy or a psychiatrist if they need to is considered neglect and child abuse, either. which it is. And it I think totally that's is. like, I mean, I think that's like amazing. Obviously you don't want it to get to a point where she's um, suicidal and like having to like go to the ER or anything like that. But like, I think if that her older, her older sister listening, I think like that's uh, like, at least there's like, if it, it's, if it gets that bad, that's probably the worst it can get before there's other intervention. Like there isn't, there's going to be a line in which like something's going to have to happen if it gets to that point. Um, but yeah, that was really helpful. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. Legal advice too. That's like nice to know that like, Oh, this is how you also like navigate those services and stuff. Cause I think, you know, on the day to day, you're just like thinking about this problem. And you don't think about like the greater services that could be out there to help you or know what's available to you. So yeah. That's good. Or even like the, sh like the, like not the, just like the ignorance and like not awareness of mental health. It's so like, it can feel so all encompassing, but then it's like, oh no, medical professionals. Like those are people who are like, no, no, you, this is something that has to be done. This is our field. This is the medical field. This is like, we know how the brain works. This is all of that stuff. The fact that like, 
that that's I don't know that it's like you can feel like very alone in that and feeling like oh I'm like crazy or whatever but it gets to a certain like level or a certain point where you're in the hands of the people who are there to tell you like your health and all of that stuff like those are the ones who are like no this is a necessity this is something that has to happen and like parents or any adults who say like no you don't need this this is like whatever it's whatever the only person who can determine if you need that or not even necessarily need obviously you but like a doctor like Mm -hmm. a doctor is someone who can like actually has the credentials to stand by a statement like that and also can valid like be more of like a validating voice Mm -hmm. um than you know like you trying to stand up for your sister to your parent um like maybe she just needs that outside i don't know Mm -hmm. the situation because i wasn't for the episode but <laughs> i will say like i think having validating voice a, and a professional voice yeah that could be helpful mm-hmm. as two people in therapy we talk about how much it's being validated is great oh being validated's the best it's the greatest feeling in the world it's all i ask for all the time it just ask give me validation well oh my god that's it for our episodes cindy thanks so much for being on oh, this was great oh, you're i love nice cancer here. yeah i try you're so I nice do my best it's remarkable that we're still friends because really you're is. so nice you're Good. nice sometimes. Did you laugh? I just had something in my throat. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> fucking sure. You're nice. Um, do you want people to follow you on Instagram? Sure, go for it. <laughs> go follow. There's nothing interesting the squidney. there. You're it's still just, the squidney, right? Yeah, I'm still the squidney. It's just my life. It's nothing interesting. No, it's real great. It's I love it. It's very it's, interesting to it's me. It's just me doing my thing. Doing her life. That's all. <laughs> Living, doing all that shit. Going um, to farmers markets everywhere I go. It's really cute. Uh, that's though. really what it is. I like your Instagram. Whoa. No, it's a it is a Talk about validation. <laughs> oh gosh. Um uh well guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have some issues in your life and you want our help, give us a ring a ling. Leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can leave us an audio message and email it to us at meganpodcasts at gmail.com. Patreon, check it out. We're there. Uh, we have so much more to offer now. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of things there. And um, yeah, lots of bonus content, fun stuff. And then follow us on Instagram, Dump Blonde Meme Pod, and we'll, everything else is in the show notes. Check it. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me, executive produced by Melissa DeMonts, camera operator Amanda Lechner, and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso, part of the Her Pod Network.